I remember right, last year this time, you were in lockdown because of the COVID virus uh, that swept through. And like I keep saying, you're supposed to share, but not everything. But uh, um, so um, St. Martin de Porres, I didn't share my, my little uh, connection with him. I, he is a saint that has uh, grown to mean so much to me the last few years. Uh, St. Martin de Porres was born of mixed race. His mother was actually an uh, African slave in uh, Panama, and uh, his father was a Spaniard who did not accept him. And, you know, we just need to say the obvious of he had some role in bringing Martin into life, and he rejected Martin because he, w- he was mixed race. Well, then he should have thought about that before. But we'll set that aside. But the rest of Martin's life, he always lived in these two worlds of not being accepted in either. And even when he entered the Dominicans, there was a law that said he could not enter because he was of mixed race. And yet how he accepted that and simply loved the fellow brothers and served them, served their needs. From the age of 13 on, he had studied uh, and kind of apprenticed himself to a doctor and uh, later uh, became a barber. And in these days, of course, barbers did a lot of, uh, a lot of minor medical procedures, bloodletting and uh, removing abscesses and various other things. And he took that into the religious community with him and this desire to serve. And it didn't matter to him whether they loved him or hated him, he just loved them. In fact, when he was, I think it was his beatification, Pope Pius XII pointed out that he, his cue and code of holiness was, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. It was that simple for St. Martin. But what I love even more is uh, when the convent was infested with mice. They were going to try to poison them, and St. Martin said, well, I'll talk to the mice. And he did, and he, he convinced the mice to live in the courtyard and that he would bring food out to them, and they never infested the, the convent again. Well, I don't know if the aftermath of the story, if they, after his death, if they visited the convent again or not. But uh, it's such a little silly story but uh, in my own way, I had, and this is why I've come to love him, uh, a number of years ago, we, in the parish where I was serving at the time, had a transformer, the electrical box, uh, a block and a half away that was rel- relatively um, out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, about this time of year, when it starts to get a little cold, the mice like to find nice, warm places to live. And apparently a transformer box is a very nice place and so they cozied up and they got a little too close to the live wires and fried out the system, burned out the electrical system of the church. We had major, major uh, expenses. And this wasn't the first time that it happened. And because it was our, on our property, the city wouldn't cover it. And so I, on the feast day of St. Martin, I read that story of the mice and they said, you know, Martin, you took care of the mice in your convent, take care of the mice in that transformer box. We never had another issue. And in fact, the city was expecting it the next year and it didn't happen. And two years later, they replaced the transformer box with the mouse-proof box, finally, after we had begged and begged and begged. Of course, Martin had taken care of it for us. But he is a good example, as we as already shared, of this love of God and, and of neighbor. And in today, in this first reading, we have St. Saint, Saint Paul telling us uh, to the Romans, 
to owe nothing to anyone except to love. And yet, then when we turn to the gospel, we hear uh, that whoever does not hate father and mother, brother and sister, wife and children. So which is it, love or hate? Well, in our language, love and hate are opposites. But in, in Greek and in the ancient world, the word that we have here translated as hate is really the best, it gets a little wordy, but it's to put second. That what do we put first is Christ. What we put first is God the Father. What we put first is the cross that he has given us. When we put that first, others come second. And St. Martin is a good, good example of that. He didn't let the despising of his father detract him from serving God. He didn't let the community, as much as they tried to prevent him from entering, to distract him from serving and loving them. He simply loved God and loved them in return. And when all is said and done, they began to recognize his service, his love, and recognized him as a saint that lived among them, not just because he kept the mice out of the convent, but for all the other little minor ways that he served God so extraordinarily. And in our own lives, perhaps we're aware of some people, I'm sure you have, and I know I have, uh, people that would be opposed to our following God in lives of service, as for me as a priest, for you as religious, perhaps those who are married, you're, you're, somebody in your family said, you shouldn't be married to that person. And yet, if you follow God, if you love God, if you serve God, everything eventually falls into place. As we come this day, we ask the Lord to help us to love him first, even if that means putting others second. But knowing in the end, when we love God, then naturally we begin to love others. And even if they don't return that love to us, we can just turn it around and continue to love as St. Martin did. A great example of following the Lord, of putting others after God, but taking up his cross and serving all the same.